Welcome to Dress to Manifest, a podcast for ambitious women who are ready to embody their best self through style and make their dreams a reality. I'm your host, Ariel Brittany, a personal stylist and confidence coach with a compassionate, intuitive, and spiritual approach to styling. I help heart-centered leaders and entrepreneurs shine in an authentic, aligned style that cultivates magnetic confidence and joy. Let's dress to manifest. Happy Aquarius season to you. I hope that it has been treating you well because it's been well underway since January 20th and it will be coming to a close February 18th. I hope that it's been a revitalizing, refreshing, lively, just uplifting breath of fresh air because I feel like that's what Aquarius season really is, especially after the grounded, kind of uh, more serious and long-term planning of Capricorn season, that kind of energy. So... I love to think of the astrological seasons as kind of like a unfolding storybook that takes us on our own personal development journey. And Capricorn season also helps us reflect on the structures and systems in our life that would be supportive. But Aquarius season is all about revamping those structures, bringing innovation to them and looking at the systems that are don't make sense anymore or that are unfair that are not equitable or just and tearing them down to usher in something new something better uh, something that will benefit the collective as a whole so Aquarius is that fixed air energy other fixed signs are Taurus Leo and Scorpio and fixed energy is determined it's committed it's reliable it wants follow through And then other air signs are Gemini and Libra. And air signs are intellectual. They're all about innovation, communication, and sharing ideas. So when you combine fixed and air, it kind of feels like it it kind of, when you try to visualize that, sounds opposing. Um, Because air is, you know, all around and you imagine it spreading about the atmosphere while fixed is like, I think of like a rock, (laughs) the energy of like groundedness. Um, So when you put that together, Aquarius really demands like a groundedness, I believe in ideas um, with innovation, like bringing those things into our reality. Aquarius is often mistaken to be a water sign because they are represented by the water bearer. And I see the imagery of the star card in tarot, which is actually uh, Aquarius like their tarot card and that's like what they are symbolized as like for instance Leo's tarot card is the strength card um, so on the star card there's a woman who has like a vase or like a jar and she's pouring water back into like this little lake or body of water and she's bent on her knee and she has like one foot in the water one foot on the ground behind her and I think that the symbolism here is like this jar of dreams where really Aquarius, they are visionaries and they want to make the world a better place. So it's like this jar of their dreams, their vision. It's that water that is providing nourishment back to the earth, back to 
the world. And when you think about the star card in tarot means, it means renewed hope and faith. So there is this kind of optimism, this really powerful self-belief that Aquarius has that this conviction that they know they can make the world a better place and they will make the world a better place. And it's going to be through their unique grand vision. So moving on, Aquarius is represented by the planet's Uranus, that's the, the modern day planetary ruler, and Saturn, which is the traditional planetary ruler. So in modern astrology, uh, Uranus is the ruler, and that's the planet of unexpected change, disruption, experimentation, scientific and creative genius. And uh, my friend and astrologer, Mandy Wild, um, I heard her recently say that uh, she considers Uranus the mad scientist of the sky, and I feel like that's so appropriate and totally matches like the Aquarius vibe for sure. And Saturn, the traditional ruler, is the planet of limitations, boundaries, karma, hard work, discipline, and lessons learned. And interestingly, Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn. So we've been in like this somewhat Saturnian or like very Saturnian energy to somewhat Saturnian energy like throughout um, from December, like end of December to what will be like February 18th. There's that Saturn influence still here. And I really like that it's shows the energies here with both planets because like again there's this groundedness still to Aquarius and I feel like they kind of have this kinship with Virgo that is an earth sign of being of service to the world and to people and nurturing them but in their different unique ways so Uranus represents like this Aquarius need to be original, their spontaneity, their um, their kind of air side of like sharing ideas and just trying to like put something out there, see what happens, just kind of be delighted by not knowing um, the outcome and just seeing what works. And then Saturn represents kind of like that fixed energy of, you know, structures, systems, limitations, like trying to have some sort of system to organize your thoughts and together I really think that their planets showcase the fixed air energy of Aquarius where Aquarius wants to disrupt change innovate bring creative genius to these systems so I find that super fascinating about Aquarius and they also rule the 11th house of connection, friendships, alliances, community, and coming together to accomplish common goals. So there's just this beautiful love for people and for community, but um, it's like very much focused on like a higher perspective of like love for your fellow man, just humanity, because um, Aquarius is not like a super lovey-dovey sign they're not gonna be like out here um being super affectionate with everybody but there's this deep deep empathy and love for their just fellow human beings and they want to make the world a better place aquarius values independence innovation ideas community humanitarianism originality and service 
I like to think of Aquarius as the archetype of the purpose-driven trendsetter or the rebel with a cause. <laughs> and I'm very familiar with this energy because I was raised by two Aquarius parents and I gravitate towards Aquarians. Many dear friends and more family members, like literally so many people in my family <laughs> are Aquarius. My mentors, my coaches, like my coach, my life and business coach I've had for years, she's an Aquarius. New connections in my life, they end up being Aquarius. I'm no longer surprised when I meet someone and we're vibing and they tell me they're an Aquarius. Um, I love y'all. You're amazing. So some traits of my dear Aquarians. You are innovative. You are independent, intelligent, humanitarian, visionary, futuristic, rebellious, trendsetter, unique, enthusiastic, spirited, gregarious, and your shadow side. So I say this in every episode, all signs have um, a shadow side. And I feel like some 2022 lessons I took away and I'm still um, like processing is integrating your shadow is so important. It's so important just acknowledging it um, and not shaming it. And every single sign has a shadow side and it's okay. It's okay because we're human and it's just part of us. So some shadow side Aquarius traits are stubborn, uh, detached, patronizing, judgmental, a need to be right, being preoccupied with the future, which can cause anxiety. And like, I get it. <laughs> I get that one heavy, that, especially that last one. And I wanted to share a little love letter to my Aquarians. And you can be um, not just an Aquarius sun. You could be an Aquarius sun, moon, rising, um, however it resonates with you. But especially if you have personal planets, like also including Venus and Mercury and Mars, you might resonate with this too. Your friend with a unique sense of style you love to share fascinating conversations with. They have this buzzy, excitable, magnetic energy about their passions or interests. Your Aquarius friend takes satisfaction in discovering hidden gems, whether in their favorite musicians, restaurants, shops, or places to hang out. They often frequent the same places, but they enjoy trying something new. They are open-minded. They are brilliant. And Aquarians magically absorb what seems to be a million facts spread across diverse topics. Your Aquarius friend always has a fun fact to share. They care about people and the world deeply, championing causes by donating, volunteering, or spreading the word. They are super independent, and whatever they set their mind to, they'll go do it. They'll go to a concert alone or dinner by themselves because they understand that their company is amazing company. They trust that no matter what happens, they will always figure it out. They inspire you to value your independence, use your voice, and make a positive impact by being uniquely yourself. So that's my little love letter to you, Aquarius. And I have more. I got more wonderful things to say about you. So Aquarius are visionaries and 
yeah, they blow people's minds. They really do by breaking out of the norm and just doing things their way. I have here in all caps, trailblazers. They love to create something new. It's like that uh, air sign and Uranus influence from, um, from earlier that I mentioned. They just want to be like the disruptors, the rebels with a cause. Um, for instance, like my life and business coach, she was a guest on this podcast and a client of mine as well for um, her brand photo shoot. Uh, two of them, actually. And shout out to you, Mariella. Uh, she does uh, business coaching, but from such a heart-centered, trauma-informed perspective that is specifically supportive to women of color and daughters of immigrants. And I just think that it is so brilliant. And I mean, I've been a client of hers for the past two and a half years. And, you know, that's such a testament to her coaching. And you can listen to her guest episode. It is... Um, on the list you can uh, see her name is Mariella Delamora but just, just that's just an, one example of Aquarius energy where they take something and they redefine it by putting their own magical completely distinctive spin on it that only they can bring to the table so they are very futuristic because again they are visionary so they tend to look to towards the future they're very much more I would say future oriented and they love to keep up with technology um, they're fans of sci-fi and or fantasy movies like my dad his favorite movies are like Terminator Avatar Back to the Future things with time travel yeah there's just like this really beautiful optimism about the future that um, we can yeah we can just always be making it better we can be um, working towards a better future together. I really love the song Alien Superstar by Beyonce because I think that it's the perfect song for Aquarius. Um, but I think that it very much represents actually Leo and Aquarius, um, that axis because every sign has a sister sign or opposite sign. And it seems like they're complete opposites, but really they're just like two sides of the same coin and they have a common thread. And the common thread with Leo and Aquarius is creative ingenuity and standing out with your brilliance. And I, as a Leo, really love Aquarius energy. And I think that with opposite or sister signs, it could be loaded for some people where um, either you really click with your opposite or sister sign or you feel kind of like this resistance towards the um, energies of your opposite or sister sign. But me, I am very much on the side of I love Aquarius energy. And I think it very much has to do with the environment I was raised in with my two parents being Aquarius. And you can actually balance each other out. And I think the reason why some people feel a resistance towards um, the opposite or sister sign is because it's like it triggers something where you kind of see the parts of yourself where you could like work on developing um or like kind of some inner wounds and you just kind of see it like reflected in the other sign and that's okay it's just normal it's it's human and it's super valid but there's so much to be learned in embodying some of the strengths of your opposite or sister sign and it brings you into balance within your own sun sign so the 
opposite sign being Leo, they balance each other where Aquarius is focused on the collective while Leo is focused on the self. Aquarius really encourages Leo, who's known for really standing tall in their personal power, to think of how they can use their power, their gifts, their influence to be of service to others. It's really this reflection of like, what is all this power for if not to share it, if not to make the world a better place? Leo reminds Aquarius, who is known for their originality and for always advocating for others, to celebrate themselves, to, you know, remember, okay, yes, we belong within a community, but also who are we are as an individual, celebrate their unique gifts and journey, pouring back love into themselves so they can take action from a heart-centered space instead of a, a space of feeling obligated or detached, but rather really embodied and in a loving kind of place for themselves so that they can make the change they want from a place of sustainability where they're not burning out. And I like to think of this Leo Aquarius axis as like the head and the hearts. The head and the heart where I feel like as an air sign, uh, Aquarius is so much about intellect, about logic. And then Leo being a fire sign is so much about passion, about the fire, about um, identity. So it really is a beautiful balancing act and they're super supportive of each other. Where Aquarius might struggle is with expressing vulnerability or allowing others to hold space for them and asking for help because um, Aquarius are super, super independent. They value their independence so much and they want to feel like a pillar of strength, which they are, but it's like they want to offer service and help to others, but sometimes it's hard for them to receive it. So leaning into that Leo energy of self-love, um, again, pouring back into themselves and yeah, nourishing their heart space. It really helps them just feel good um, to approach their vision with more energy, with more clarity, and it really strengthens how they can verbalize and articulate their emotions over time because um rest is a revolution and we have to not burn out to create sustainable change over time so again just reiterating that for my aquarius because um you know you can be still independent and strong and still be loved and held because um, we should never apologize for our humanity for being human and there's this like love and empathy um, that Aquarius has for their humans, for humanity as a whole, but taking that higher perspective and bringing it down to like, okay, how can I just bring that humanity, that like kind of, okay, logical, how can we make um, the world a better place for humans and bring it into like this, okay, heart space again, this warmth, bring warmth into that. And, um, yeah, just witness ourselves so that we can hold space for others. And not just witness, okay, not just witnessing ourselves to hold space for others as a means to an end, I'm going to amend that, but also just because we deserve to, because we are worthy of it. So moving on to the style advice section, some colors I associate with Aquarius are silver, 
blue, yellow, and white. I chose silver because it represents innovation and has this futuristic quality to it. And of course, Aquarius being someone who values innovation and has like this hope for the future, I needed to add silver in there. And then blue I chose because it is the color of communication and of trust. And Aquarius is always sharing their ideas and they have this super strong innate self-trust uh, that, you know, makes them believe everything is figureoutable. I got this and that lends to their hyper independence, um, which is really cool. So I had to add blue. And then yellow, they have this genuine like just passion for their hobbies for the things that they love their interests and I feel like yellow really represents like how they light up when they talk about it um, it's also a color that represents motivation and the solar plexus and taking up space and I feel like that has kind of that Leo-esque quality to it that lends itself to that Leo Aquarius axis and then I chose white because white reminds me of a fresh clean slate and Aquarius being the disruptor the trailblazer the visionary they want to you know update systems and if it if need be and often it does need to happen the systems are torn down and what's left is this fresh blank slate um for new ideas to spring forth for better things to come so i had to add white in there so aquarius they love what i notice <laughs> they love graphic t-shirts to share all of their ideas on um it's so air sign i love it gemini is similar with that um they love combat boots because it gives like that rebellious edgy sort of vibe uh, they collect unique purses and I noticed this both in one of my dear friends and my mom they're both Aquarius and actually also my my brother's girlfriend also loves to collect unique purses so I just I love that like that's something that they all share in general just unique accessories they also love denim and I noticed they like to collect pins and um put them either on their denim jackets or their purses but of course Aquarius um at the heart of it all what's important to them is originality originality is like usually a really big deciding factor in what they when they decide to purchase something um like my mom growing up and to this day to justify or explain why she was drawn to purchasing something whether it be like clothes furniture whatever it may be she would say it's because it's different it's different so <laughs> this was something i grew to use to justify buying things as a habit um for my mom which you know much love to her but something i had to ask to myself is do i like this because it's different or do i like this because it lights me up and you know, not that my mom always only buys something because it's different, but it kind of helps um, if you feel kind of like overwhelmed with shopping or if there's a lot of trends out there that you feel pressured to follow. Um, yeah, that's just a good question to reflect on 
especially if you are an Aquarius or have major Aquarius placements. So a piece of style advice, find brands that align with your values and or donate proceeds to the causes close to your heart. It's something that it's so simple that it will make Aquarius feel so good and you get a piece that feels meaningful, that gives back. Um, an example of a brand that I'm obsessed with that gives back is um, awe-inspired and it's all like goddessy type jewelry and um, you can choose because they have different um, charities that they donate back to donate proceeds back to from your purchase and you can choose between like helping um, lgbtq youth between mental health um, and i just think that that's so cool and i always feel good knowing that every beautiful purchase it goes towards helping somebody my second piece of style advice is actually a question how can you infuse your identity into your style, making it distinctly yours? And what I mean by this is like reflecting on your individuality, reflecting on how you can express it through your style. And um, that is the ultimate form of original self-expression, really, like where your lived experiences, like the things that bring you joy and form your the way you dress and it could be your culture as well um like my Aquarius clients like we talk about their intentions like what are they bringing into this new era of their life or maybe it's like specifically embracing their culture or redefining professionalism when you bring your identity and you shine it out into the world um and you stand in your individuality that catches attention that in itself creates a ripple effect beyond what we can imagine so i want you to reflect on your identity on who you are as an individual and i feel like the reason why i want to emphasize this specifically is because aquarius tends to think of community tends to think of other people and you know when you are someone who has a heart for service that can tend to go into kind of a people-pleasing place so i want you to Think of how you can celebrate yourself and the things that make you different, the things that make you you, make you rare. Next, I want you to go on a treasure hunt by buying vintage or thrift shopping. I love this because I feel like Aquarius are already drawn to this. And if you are an Aquarius or have major Aquarius placements and you don't do this, I, I it's going to be so rewarding for you it's eco-conscious and you'll find more one-of-a-kind pieces and that in itself is a win-win for Aquarians it's like good for the environment it makes you feel special like you got something um, like the thrill of the treasure hunt out of it as well and something that nobody else probably will have or it's kind of more rare or um, and it has a history like a piece of history too um, its own personal history that kind of also is something that's fascinating to intellectual Aquarius to kind of um, go and go, okay, like what time period is this from? Um, what collection is this from? Especially if you're an Aquarius who loves like to study fashion history like I do. Um, yes, do not hesitate. Go on that treasure hunt. 
And lastly, I want you to reflect on what your go-to pieces are and then invest in your definition of basics and signature hero pieces that make you feel amazing. And I'm going to elaborate on this because that might sound confusing. So I want you to think of what your definition of basics are, what your definition of go-to pieces are, because it's going to vary from person to person. And especially Aquarius, like you love being different. And so like each Aquarius, I mean, of course, like each sign, like going from sign to sign is going to have a different expression, but especially Aquarius, like you, you uh, cherish that individuality and you want to redefine like these terms for yourself because my definition of a basic like let's just say that my definition of a basic is like a blazer in purple which actually that is one of my basics (laughs) but to you it could be totally something different maybe it's like a high neck tank or your favorite ripped jeans but there might be another person who's like no that's I dress more business casual. So I want you to take stock of your closet, list what your go-to pieces are, invest in your definition of basics if you don't feel like you have them, and then get some signature hero pieces, meaning pieces that are statement pieces, pieces that feel like they can go with the basics that you've just invested in or that you already have and make them stand out. Because being fixed air, you want something that's reliable that fixed energy, yet shifting and offers some sense of spontaneity while being planned somewhat, like this freedom within a structure, the best way I can describe fixed air. So that is why, um, it's so funny, um, my friend and fellow astrologer Maddie Murphy, she calls like Aquarius like winter Virgos. So I feel like that's something that they share because um, Virgos are mutable, mutable um, earth and then it's fixed air. So I feel like it could totally see that overlap in energy and they also crave that freedom within a structure. So maybe what you can do, like give you some examples. Let's say your definition of basics, that white high neck tank, ripped jeans, your hero piece could be like a emerald faux fur jacket that looks amazing and that could work with dresses, with casual outfits, for a night out so thinking of that thinking how can I offer myself some freedom within a structure so moving on to some Aquarian icons Um, so our first Aquarius style icon is Alicia Keys and obviously she's like the queen of R&B singer-songwriter pianist and actress she was a classically trained pianist and she started composing songs when she was 12 and was signed at 15 years old, which is like super impressive. And I feel like it's like that fixed energy of just um, really committing to something and excelling and becoming a master at it. And she has also sold over 90 million records worldwide, making her one of the world's best-selling music artists. And she's received many, many accolades, including 15 Grammy Awards, which is amazing. And she was also... Uh, inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. And she is also a philanthropist and awarded Ambassador of Conscious by Amnesty International. She co-founded and serves as a global ambassador of the nonprofit organization Keep a Child Alive, which provides medicine, orphan care, and social support to families with HIV and AIDS in Africa and India. 
more Aquarian traits about her. Her and her husband, Swiss Beats, are avid art collectors. Um, they named their collection the Dean Collection, and they focus on collecting from and recognizing Black artists. And here's a quote from Alicia that I feel like really exudes Aquarius energy. There are far too many artists of all kinds, musicians, painters, sculptors, dancers, who have unfortunately contributed so much to the culture and have died with nothing. That's crazy. It's not the way it's supposed to be. As artists ourselves, we care about living artists and just and the just do that we receive. We just want there to be a beautiful community where everyone gets what they deserve. Mm, I love their mission. I really love that. Another very Aquarian uh, trait or journey for Alicia is she began a no makeup journey in 2016. Um, and I think that she, she now wears makeup once in a while, but I really loved her intention with this. She walked red carpets. She hosted the Grammys fresh face. Like, wow. Like, I love that. And people, they had, there was some backlash with that, of course, in Hollywood, like, where makeup is the norm. And then she shared um, in Shape Magazine some details about this period where she felt inspired, like, to go fresh face to be an example for her daughter as well. Um, she said that when she was started performing at 16, I was in a new universe that I didn't understand. It was full of anxiety, pressure, and stress, and my skin just got worse and worse. I continued to have to hide it, and I did my best to cover it because people can be so nasty. After a while, I began to feel that I wasn't beautiful if I didn't have makeup. So she wanted to show herself and her daughter that she can accept and love herself without the makeup. And another quote she said about letting go of the beauty standards. As you may have seen, I definitely have rebelled and I had to go all the way over there in order to just find my voice, to discover who I wanted to be and how I wanted to be. And you get to decide what makes you you. I get to create my own beauty standards. So that might be fresh face, that might be full wattage, whatever that is, it's whatever feels good for you. I'm so behind that message and I really love that she did not give a F about what people said. She even started her own makeup brand in 2020, um, which got a lot of backlash because of her makeup journey before, but um, it's here's what she said about this, and I, I love it. People like to keep you in that box and never let you out, she told Vanity Fair. I realized along my journey that the only beauty standard is the one you create. And I love that. She's like literally breaking out of boxes. Like that's the most Aquarius thing ever. Um, and her makeup brand is clean, cruelty-free, um, has positive um, affirmations and it's really meant to enhance your skin and not cover up your skin so I could see how she's saying like the importance is using it as like a tool to love yourself makeup as a tool to love yourself instead of to feel not enough without it so love that next we have Oprah Oprah she popularized and revolutionized daytime talk shows and that entire genre and she introduced intimate, confessional-type interviews. Her show focused on personal development, wellness, spirituality, and she overcame a lot of adversity in her earlier life and became one of the most influential women in the world. She is a generous philanthropist, as a lot of or all of Aquarius are. Um, in 2012, it was estimated that she donated about $400 million 
for educational causes. Her contributions to education don't end there. She also donated 400 scholarships, donated 12 million to the Smithsonian's National Museum of African American History of Culture, and was recognized by President Obama with a Presidential Medal of Freedom for her contributions. She also had her own charitable organization, Oprah's Angel Network. Their relief efforts raised $11 million to build homes in Texas, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama uh, to help those who were affected by Hurricane Katrina. Next, we have Jennifer Aniston, who is, you know, the rom-com queen, actress and producer, and her breakout role was in Friends as Rachel Green. But she proved that she could do more than rom-coms, and I love this Aquarian aspect of her that was like, you know what, I'm going to disrupt your perceptions and expectations of me, um, even though she obviously has a lot of comedic chops, she showed that she could take on more serious roles in dramas like her movie Cake and her drama The Morning Show. Her films have grossed over $200 million in worldwide box office receipts, which is wild. Another extremely successful Aquarius. She supports numerous charities, including ongoing support of St. Jude's. She said in InStyle Magazine, We live an extremely beautiful, fortunate life being able to do what we get to do for a living. And so it's a way of being able to be in a position to do something for people who are less able. It's something that makes my heart smile. Jennifer Aniston also faced a lot of invasion of her privacy from the paparazzi and from the media about her divorce with Brad Pitt and um, the whole thing between him and Angelina Jolie, especially in the earlier 2000s. But she handled it with poise and with grace. And her way of handling it, I loved like that it sent this message that she was like fine on her own, that she was actually thriving on her own. And I loved that like independent sort of like bringing that kind of like detached quality and having that like to Aquarius, like not to say detached in a bad way, um, to just feel like, you know what, I'm good. Like I'm good and I'm fine. And it's like, very it's giving flowers by Miley Cyrus <laughs> she's like actually I'm better off and I think that um you know at in the early 2000s there people were just like some of the things that I see in like early 2000s shows like the things people say um kind of wild like I think that people just said a lot of things out of pocket that um were not okay and expectations of women and um judgments of women were like really high um, especially looking back at interviews of like young women like Britney Spears and even some Jen Aniston videos, I think I saw an interview where they asked her some pretty invasive questions. Um, anyways, all all is that to say is that she was an example to show people like my life doesn't have to look like what you expect it to be. Like it could be anything I want, and I really admire that in Jen Aniston. So, a quote that really exemplifies that. We don't need to be married or mothers to be complete. We get to determine our own happily ever after for ourselves. That is from Jennifer Aniston and super well said and I love it. Lastly, Harry Styles, who is a pop icon who emerged as a breakout star from One Direction, also a fashion icon known for his vibrant glam style that goes outside of gender norms. 
Fun fact, he also has a water bearer symbol tattoo. So a little Aquarius trait about him is he has treat people with kindness, abbreviated to TPWK as a slogan that he uses to promote his message of love, acceptance, and kindness to others. And he started using that to sell merchandise and then donated um, the funds to GLSEN and that is a charity that works to ensure that LGBTQ students are able to learn and grow in a school environment free from bullying and harassment. So love that and those are your Aquarius icons. Now moving on to crystal recommendations. So some crystal recommendations I have for you to embody or harness the energy of Aquarius. Amethyst. So amethyst helps enhance intuition and it helps reach a meditative state and connects us to our higher self opens and clears the third eye so i love to suggest amethyst because it is the february aquarius's birthstone but it also helps with connecting to your intuition because sometimes with aquarius being an air sign we can get caught up with logic be in the head too much amethyst helps us connect to our gut our intuition our higher selves Next, we have Almondine Garnet, which is the stone of commitment, grounding, and strengthening of relationships. That is a wonderful stone for just like coming back to your center, especially when you're in overactive air sign energy and being like floaty and feeling kind of like out of body and like overwhelmed. It really helps you get back into your body. Next, we have Moldavite, and that is a very intense and powerful stone for personal and spiritual transformation. It's actually from, um, a te- it's a tectite from a meteor that was like from millions of years ago. So it's a very like space, cosmic, alien-like stone, which is perfect for my alien superstar Aquarians. And it really helps break behavioral loops and patterns. So it's good for really like coming home to yourself, being honest with yourself, like very like radical self-acceptance and kind of being like, I'm tired of my own loops i like i want to break this pattern i want to pattern interrupt i want to disrupt my own negative limiting beliefs and create a new positive pattern for myself so that is moldavite next we have fluorite and that is a stone that helps with focus clarity and clearing confusion or negative thoughts really supportive for studying for work um we have aquamarine and that helps with communicating ideas And it cools and soothes emotions if you are feeling, like, heated or if there's, like, some traffic that's, like, getting you kind of um, in a road rage or if you feel, like, you don't know how to verbalize your emotions or you want to, like, have a heart-to-heart with somebody or even, like, I'm doing recording a podcast episode. I have my aquamarine necklace on right now. It really helps with the throat chakra as well. Spirit Quartz is my last recommendation. It is beautiful lavender stone and it has like all of these different little um, little points on there. It's very unique. I suggest you look it up and it really looks like a bunch of little stone points in one stone and it, it looks like a community, like a castle of crystals. Like it's beautiful and I feel like that's really representative of community, of connection but it also accelerates the speed of one's evolution by linking them to their higher self. 
and it brings peace of mind and freedom from fear as you go after that grand vision. And to wrap up the episode, we have reflection questions to help you for the rest of Aquarius season or to just help support you and your Aquarian energy in your chart. First reflection question, how have your differences, quirks, and eccentricities helped you stand out? I love reflecting on this because um, you learn to be like ashamed of the things that make you different sometimes or it challenges your sense of belonging in the world, in your local communities, whatever it may be, even in your own family. And I want you to think of the times in your life where those things that make you different really served as your strength because they are your strengths. Second question, are there any stories around your identity that need to be released in order to embrace yourself with unconditional love? Third question, what is your vision of a more equitable, positive, and beautiful world? How can you and your gifts contribute to making this a reality? And lastly, self-love can be a rebellious in a world that tries to convince us that we need things outside of ourselves to affirm our worth. So in what ways can you innovate and upgrade your self-love practices and your self-talk? I want you to visualize how you'll feel taking actions towards your vision from this heart-centered space. And that is it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you have a beautiful rest of your Aquarius season. Remember that you are stardust embodied, you are rare, you are making a difference by showing up as your brightest, boldest self, and trust that, you know, with patience, with remembering rest is a radical act, that um, every step we take towards making the world better, even by like 1% compounds over time, and that yeah to pour back into yourself and then from that space you can care for others hold space for others and just know that you are worthy of having others hold space for you and that you deserve all the love that you pour out into the world um pour back into you so all that to say is i love you you are an alien superstar and i'll see you next time If you need guidance with your personal style, I'd love to help you with my one-on-one personal styling and confidence coaching services. Whether it's for an event, your everyday style, or a brand photo shoot, we get you ready to embody your next level of growth with true-to-you outfits you absolutely love. Check out my website at www.arielbrittany.com and follow me on Instagram at ariel.brittany. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Dress to Manifest with Ariel Brittany is a production by Yali Christina Podcast Services.